0: All right, all right, let's get this started. Good morning, good morning, rise and shine. Welcome to Wake Up With Wade. I'm your host, Wade Sellers. We are trying a new podcast name here. Uh, We're gonna test this out for a few days and see how it fits. Hope you're doing well. If if this is your first time here, my name is Wade Sellers. I put out a daily podcast journal. Uh, Think of me as your second shot of espresso in that latte this morning, a little shot of Wade coming your way, I hope you like the energy, Today we're going to be talking about uh, forming habits and some lessons I continue to let's see some con- some lessons I continue to learn and seem to continue to forget. <laughs> this is a this is definitely a, a side of me that is a constant gradual increase in understanding. Uh, growth sort of thing in my life and it has to do with forming habits before we dig into it we do have a coffee sponsor today my aunt candy threw us some coffees and i'd like to do her a little bit more due uh, justice in this episode as yesterday was a bit of a rushed evening uh walk with wade episode my aunt Candy threw some coffees our way. And uh, she has, um, actually, let me just go right to it. Let me just read her little message that she sent us. I'm um, in my phone going to the Buy Me a Coffee app. And this is the note that she wrote to us. Love you, my nephew. Hope you enjoy your coffee. And I want to challenge you to buy a coffee for a random person as well. On me. Jump in on those random acts of kindness for that 10-10 inspired movement. Tell them they are loved and valued just as you are. Thanks, Aunt Candy. Um, my Aunt Candy is awesome. She is a mom of three down in Tennessee. Uh, my Uncle Dean is awesome as well. She's got three just brilliant kids. Um, and also, she runs a, a couple home businesses as well. On top of that, she is creating this really cool um, inspired movement, she calls it, called 1010. And um, it's, it's all built around um, our Uncle Ken, who's since passed. Um, Candy is one of five, so and it's and it's all K names like K So it's Kim, Connie, Candy, Kelly, Ken. Okay, isn't that fun? <laughs> so she's Candy, and um, uh, her brother, my late uncle Ken. Uh, he was born with some disabilities, but honestly had a pretty good happy life. And uh, one thing if you asked him uh, what time it was, he'd always tell you 10-10. So uh, Candy's taking that, that fun story with Ken and bringing it forward and adding into it uh, random acts of kindness. So she said to to buy a coffee uh, on her with, uh, with the, the sponsorship and that sounded awesome. So yesterday I went out to Starbucks Waited till someone was about to walk into the store. I walked in just in front of them. (laughs) And then while we were in line, I was like, Hey man, today's your lucky day. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna hook you up with a coffee today. And he's like, why? I was like, and I explained to him the 1010 movement and, uh, just basically said like, you know, maybe you'll pass it on someday or maybe it's just good karma all around. He said, sounds good. So I hooked him up with a cappuccino. His name was Jake. He's a building. I think he does something with a building construction site across the street from that Starbucks. And, uh, so we made a little friendship there for a couple minutes. Jake, if you're hearing it, cause I showed him the podcast, uh, thanks again for uh, playing ball. And um and it was cool. It felt good. And who knows? Maybe maybe that'll get paid forward and uh you know, the random act of kindness wave will continue on. I love that. And Candy, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. I love it. Um with that, let's dig right into it. I've got some notes here. Um this comes from once again a spot where I am learning about myself, what I'm noticing about this podcast journal, a lot of these episodes, and and I'm only noticing it because um, the mysterious librarian, <laughs> who I'm going on another date on on Friday, she brought it up, and when she she also brought up the the name of the podcast, uh, Wake Up with Wade. So she's she's got some really good insights, and one of the cool things that she had brought up in our conversation was. You know, it's almost like your podcast. A lot of times is an examination of life, um, almost in like that Henry Thoreau kind of style of his writing and my talking, where I I talk about, um, you know, maybe overcoming obstacles or lessons learned in life based on my own experiences. And today is going to be no different than that. I, I think that she's onto something here. I, I think maybe that's something that I just naturally do. Is I. I grab a hold of a lesson learned in my own life and then try to like extrapolate it out, kind of separate it from everything else and then let's really kind of dig into it and maybe there's some good points or some takeaways along the way. That sort of seems like the vibe that's going on. Today's no different. Uh, Today we're gonna talk about habit forming um, I've read a lot of books on this, you know, one of my favorite ones being that, that very popular book, Atomic Habits. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing book. If you haven't picked it up, it's, it's well-written. And honestly, the audiobook is, is really good. If you like, um, the author and, uh, James Clear, that's his name. James Clear is the author and it has a bit of a serious demeanor to it. Um uh, like he's like a no BS kind of guy. He goes right at the problem. And his audiobook is really a lovely read. If that's the, if that's a style that you like to listen to, um, very nonfiction feeling. Um, he talks about oftentimes about momentum, progression, getting started. And I have a personality that it, it's it's like it's all or nothing. And you know, a lot of and a lot of times when I go to like make some change in my life, you know, I might I might tell friends and be like I'm going for it. I'm going all the way and you know, some of the more realistic, <laughs> more real, uh, down-to-earth personalities might say, you know, that sounds that sounds like a lot. Are you sure you don't want to, like, you know, dial that back a bit? Still do it, but do it in, like, a lesser style. And I'm always like, no, no, you know me. If I go at it, I go all the way. And um, I think about um, my current uh, diet kind of uh, habit I wanted to form was I want to do a 16-hour fasting, 8-hour Feasting, like a 16 8 intermittent fasting schedule every single day. And within the eating schedule, I want to follow keto. So I added intermittent fasting and keto to it. Because uh, I'm here to tell you that, that, that if you've ever tried that before, having some sort of like good structured eating plan, it is a very large lift. And I didn't know that going in. I was like, yeah, we're gonna fast and then we're gonna do it. And then when we eat, we're just gonna eat keto stuff. That's easy. Well, there's a lot of planning that goes into both of these elements. And like I always do, and I continue to learn my lesson, I feel like I need to learn where the triggers are in when I decide to make a habit change. I need like like a string on my finger to remind me, oh, you're making a new habit? Is it sustainable? Really, is it sustainable? Nope. I still don't believe you. Cut it in half weight. It's still not sustainable, even though you think so. Like I need like that sort of like reminder because once again I did it again, um, and I want to I want to explain what I'm doing this time instead of failing because I haven't failed, which is lovely. So I tried to do this intermittent fasting and this keto thing, and I got into it, and you know the first you know three four days pretty perfect. I'll be honest, but that's that excited. That's that exciting, excitatory honeymoon phase, right? Everything's new and you're excited to think about it every day. But then, you know, a few days go by and like life normalcy catches back up, right? You know, the normal things you have to focus on and the newness of the diet, eating lifestyle starts to fade away and it all just becomes just life again. And that's where the problem started. The problem started, I personally believe is, if you're doing intermittent fasting, and keto, that's a lot to take on. There's a lot of planning, especially if you're new at it. You have to really think about a lot of things. And there's a lot of hurdles in normal life that can get in the way of both of those things. And if you don't have the proper bandwidth to plan it out properly, it's very, very easy to get yourself in frustrating spots that encourage you to fail if your willpower is not at the all-time high, which oftentimes after a few days of doing something new, it's not, right? Uh, I'm gonna dig into what I did to do instead of fail right after our little 55-second ad sponsorship that'll be placed right here. So I will see you in 55 seconds. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for your patience with that and thank you for playing ball with these ads. We have crossed the $5 mark. I believe we were at $5.25. Guys, it's awesome. It's super awesome. Thank you for thank you for your support and anchor. Anchor, if you were the ad still, thank you very much for that. I love this app. I'm using it right now. I'm like, it's not just reading an ad. I literally use this app every single day. All right. So, usually, what happens with a habit that I go way in overboard, just go into the deep end? Eventually, willpower gets in the way, or something happens in life that 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 kind of. Hit. I hit a hurdle in life. It might not be the habit's fault. It's just life being life. And then I fail once. But then I've lost some momentum, and it's tough to pick it back up. So maybe I fail again like two days later. And then maybe I fail the very next day after that. And now you've you've been there before. We all have been there before. I've basically failed entirely in the entire new habit form that I was going to do. I feel like a failure. Friends I told, I no longer want to say anything to because I'm ashamed and embarrassed. And then eventually, months later, you go, all right, guys, we're going to try this again. <laughs> it's like, the, it's like the cycle of this action every time. Um, I didn't want that to happen this time. So what, what happened this time was when I hit, when I failed the first time, I failed the first time because of poor planning. Here's the thing, let's dig into it real quick. Intermittent fasting, 16 hours of not eating, eight hours of eating. You are awake for more than eight hours a day. I, I you know, a lot of the day, you are still in a not eating time frame, but your life and interacting within it goes longer than 8 hours and this can pose a problem if you don't plan accordingly okay and here's the thing you really got to think about these these windows of time now a perfect intermittent fasting since i've read is that yes you stick to that same time frame every day you really like like if you say like from um, from 9 at night until um, 10, 11, 12, 1. From 9 at night until 1 in the afternoon the next day, I do not eat. That's 16 hours, okay? And every day, 9 at night to 1 p.m. in the afternoon, I do not eat. That's the best way to go about it, okay? That's what they say. Well, here's the problem with that, okay? let's Let's break that down. Okay, we can start eating... Uh, what did I say? Nine, so uh, 10, 11, 12, months. So 1 p.m. you can start eating. Okay, 1 p.m. half. Okay, so it's Friday. It's Friday at 1 p.m. You start eating lunch. Awesome. Your eight-hour window has began. But it's Friday night. You have eight hours to eat. You started at 1. So 8 plus 1 is 9. So 9 p.m. rolls around. And guess what? You know it. You're just meeting up with friends, right? You're just sitting down to dinner or you're, or you're just done with dinner and you want to continue out and maybe have some cocktails or something. But what happens now? Your fasting period is starting and you're out having good times on Fridays that you deserve, that you earned, and the failure starts and you choose in the moment to skip your fast and you continue to go out and have fun and eat snacks and drink and you're just doing your thing with your friends just living your life because that fasting thing is just not important at nine o'clock at night when when you did so good this week and you deserve the time and then saturday rolls around but you forgot to start your fast officially in your app so you open up your app the next day and you're like oh i gotta reset it and oh i'm all of a sudden that momentum's done all of a sudden there's this mess in your face and you're like crap that's what happens y'all so with the intermittent fasting already, you need to think about it. Like, so for instance, if I was going to go out Friday night and know it, I probably would extend the, the prior fast a few hours. Like, instead of eating out at Friday at 1 o'clock right when the fast had ended— I might push it to four o'clock, right? I might go even further and then eat like an early dinner at four o'clock because now I'm good all the way to midnight. And if I'm out past midnight, then I'm already like in an interesting situation. But if I think I'm gonna go out later than that, then I should push it even later. Maybe maybe literally don't eat until 6 p.m. that night. You've almost went 24 hours fasting. There's nothing wrong with that. Like It's not like you're starving yourself for the, for like the wrong reasons, you're just trying to adjust your fasting window. Well, you gotta think about that. Okay, that's one part. Now add keto on top of it, all right? Now all of a sudden, I'm having to worry about changing my window of eating, and now when I do eat, what do I eat? Okay, but now I'm also going out. So did I just screw it up with alcohol? Probably, you probably did. Uh, this is a, uh, keto stuff is like a low-carb thing. Well, there's lots of carbs and a lot of, Alcohols. So you might have screwed it up right there. All of a sudden, it's like all this new habit forming that was so exciting in your head. You hit a weekend and you're like, well, this sucks. (laughs) Right? And that's like what happens. And that was starting to happen to me. So what I did was instead of just like breaking this down and, and just calling it a failure, I basically said, let's just remove one piece. Just remove the keto. Follow the windows. At least get the habit of eating and not eating at the right times in your day. Like, Understand intermittent fasting first. So I removed a piece to the puzzle, and I'll tell you what, immediately once I took the keto off the plate, (laughs) oh, that's a fun play on words. Um, Immediately once I took the keto off the plate, it's not like I overindulged in breads and buns and fast food and crap like that. Like, I didn't do that, but I have had some pizza. I won't lie. Um, I have made some choices, but when I'm making my food choices now, I don't feel like a failure in keto I feel like a winner in an inter- intermittent fasting because I've actually stuck to it pretty darn good. And I'm getting into that mindset where I don't think about it immediately in the morning. I I know I'm in the fast in the morning. The coffee is what I drink in the morning and then I do my work. But once it comes around to around that lunchtime, I know I'm sort of getting close to the end of the fast because I can feel hungry. And it's just, in the t- time of the day, it's like, okay, I'm ready to eat now. Um, that's when I start to think, what's the plan tonight? And then I have to think about that. And I realistically think about what's gonna go on tonight. Am I going out? Does it feel like I'm going out? Could I go out? Should I go out? Um, and if the answer is like a yes, then I go, okay, well, till how late? Maybe midnight? Okay, let's back that up eight hours. All right, this is when I should realistically start eating. And then now I know it. But now I know like at noon that instead of eating at one, I'll eat at, at four, right, and that's not so bad. Like to to wrap my head around, I can do that. And so I gave up the keto, but I but I included the intermittent fasting. So when I go out and like and I eat that burger or I eat that salad, that might be like healthy, but also like not quite healthy, you know, sort of thing. Or right? I I'm not following some sort of strict keto plan. I don't feel bad that I failed at the keto part. I feel proud that I logically adjusted the intermittent fasting part. So instead of failing at this habit. I just dialed it back to a gradual spot. I need to remember to do this. I need to remember that I have this ability to not fail but to just take a step back and put it into a more sustainable, realistic spot. And really what I probably should remember is that when I am going to form this said habit, a little voice in me would say, hey, maybe not bite off too much maybe just try one thing maybe cut the intensity in half maybe just worry about getting some some kindling lit in the fire instead of mashing all the wood on there and really hoping that it burns hot like it's harder to start a fire with like really thick wood but if you can get some kindling in there get some little wins you know some little celebrations and that's what I'm going to leave you with and that's the real key here Going into something gradual, I now am thinking about this and I'm like, you know what happens when you go into something gradual? Usually you dial down the time or the intensity or what you consider a win is smaller, which means you get to it typically faster. And that means you have more moments of celebrations. Moments of celebrations are like if you're starting a little campfire and you put the little kindling in there. You kind of blow on it a little bit and that sort of intensive, it gives it more oxygen and then like you get more fire. I mean, that's realistically what's going on, right? You know, like the whole chemical reaction there. But you're, you're, when you're celebrating, you're sort of like blowing on the fire and it sort of lights it, it sort of stokes it. You're stoking the fire. That I think is what helps build momentum. So giving you the opportunity to have just more wins is just like the way to go. And like think of that from like a drug aspect. Like, you you just like instead of like waiting until you have this humongous like win and you can actually get it you're just feeding yourself little hits of dopamine along the way little wins you know you you did intermittent fasting for one day you get to call it a win not a week why wait seven days for gratification why not make it a win every day hey today's day 16 i won i won again day 16 wow 16 days of winning i can't wait to win day 17 like Winning one more day is completely a thing that's completely possible. Winning a month, winning a year, winning five years, stuff like that, like those are awesome milestones, but truly, I'm thinking that like when I go into these gradual habits, I wanna celebrate a lot. I want little wins that I can show off and I can I can be proud of myself. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't think I invented anything new, but using a situation in my life where I went too far and had to bring it back, but I brought it back to a point where I didn't fail, is a really good feeling and I know I'm 35 and I'm talking about this but I feel like that was a growth moment for me and now the idea is can I get into a mindset where when I do decide to dive in and I get all hyped up and excited about the next new adventure into forming a new better habit for me maybe I can remember maybe my spidey sense will tingle and go hold on a second there mister are you setting yourself up for failure is there enough celebration moments built into your little plan here that you're going to feel good and continue moving forward? That's that's stuff that I need to think about. So I'm gonna leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed this. It is Thursday. We are moving into Friday. I hope you're enjoying the Instagram stories going along the way. We're just having a ton of fun with, the, with this, y'all. Um, with that being said, if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to throw a little tipsy in the tip jar, we are, uh, this this uh, podcast is is powered by coffee. Feel free to do so. You just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Wade Sellers. Throw a little tipsy in the tip jar. And with that, I will see you tomorrow for yet another Wake Up With Wade. Have yourself a fantastic day. I love you.